Hi there, it's Sue, and you're listening to a special 12-part series of Maker to Master, Find and Fix What's Not Working in Your Small Business. This is part six. Given that many of us are sequestered at home right now, I wanted to do something to balance out the pull to watching the news over and over again. The best thing we can do right now is stay healthy, mentally and physically. That means being active. Go outside for a walk each day, lift weights, or get on your home bike, and think about how you can use this newfound time to be productive. Wouldn't it be great to come out of these times stronger in mind, body, and business? Towards that end, here are a few chapters of my book. Listen to all 12 episodes to hear it in its entirety. On Mondays, I'm sticking with our regular podcast, and then on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you'll get these special editions. If you'd like to purchase a hard copy, you can do so on Amazon or at giftbizunwrapped.com. Are you discouraged because your business right now isn't performing as you envisioned? Do you tell people everything is wonderful when inside your stomach is churning because you know it's not true? This book will help you identify where the holes are in your business and show you exactly how to fix them. You'll learn from owners just like you who are seeing real success, growing their companies, and living their dream. In this book, find out how to confirm your business is set up correctly to provide the foundation for growth how to implement pricing strategies that bring in sales and make you money, how to effortlessly attract new customers every day, and balance the making of your product with the running of your business. And finally, you'll discover how to ensure that your business stays open and grows over time. Let's get right to it, shall we? Chapter 23 doing it your way. Have you ever been in a position where someone is looking over your shoulder watching every move you make? If so, you know it's not fun. Your blood pressure increases and you actually perform worse than if you were left unattended. The gingerbread cookies need to go in that gift basket before you add the coffee wafers. Don't tie the bow from underneath. You need to loop the strands over the top first. Jessica was a dedicated and reliable production manager for a large gift basket business. She was responsible for a team of 14 people who put together the gift baskets. They were shipped all over the world, and the company was known for their quality and upscale design of the finished product. Jessica took great pride in the number of gifts her team produced each hour. It was rare that any of her gifts got caught in quality control for rework either. When teams competed on production numbers, she was always at the top of the list. But there was a problem. Turnover on her team was higher than any of the other five groups. People continually reported to human resources to be reassigned, or they just quit. Jessica was so rigid in the management of her people that they worked in fear. Fear of being publicly critiqued, fear of not living up to the quality expected, fear of just not being good enough. Exit interviews revealed a common question. If I can produce the same product in the end, but get there in a different way because it's easier for me, why can't I do it my way? 
I feel stifled and unhappy here. Jessica meant well, but it was her way of achieving results that wasn't working. This became a drain on the business. Continually replacing and training people cost the company money. The story ends well. Jessica went through an employee relations course and learned a valuable lesson. She finally understood what her past interactions did to her team members. She learned that there was so much more to her job than having the most gift baskets produced each hour. She came back to work after training with a whole new plan. Jessica met with her team and explained what she learned in her course. First, she shared what drove her to act as she had and how proud she was with their output numbers each week. Then she talked about what she sees should change. She explained that she now understands the effects her words and actions had on them. As humbling as it was for her, she admitted there was a better way. Right then and there, she gave her team permission to build the gift baskets in whatever way was most comfortable for them. The only stipulation was it had to result in the same design and quality the company was known for. What happened? Her team continued to produce the highest numbers, and there were zero defections. In fact, her team became the model to which others tried to achieve. Much to Jessica's surprise, she liked her job more, too. The interaction between her and her team was more comfortable, supportive, and enjoyable. She found that she didn't need to be in tight control of every little thing. That eased the pressure she put on herself. Jessica learned that as a leader, you need to allow those who work with you the ability to take ownership of a task and to complete it in their own way. Pride in a job well done and having the responsibility for its success are important small wins for your employees each and every day. Chapter 24 A Kind Word or Gesture Employee retention is a big deal. When you finally find that perfect person, how do you ensure that they stay with you for as long as possible? As a small business trying to grow, you can't increase salaries over and over again. Yes, the money is important, but there is so much more to keeping an employee than that. Research shows that most people stay with a company because of relationships. Job satisfaction also catapults up to 50% when an employee has friends at work. This benefits the employer and the employee. Quote, work serves a social purpose for most people. We enjoy socializing and simply spending time with people whom we like and trust. In addition to making time at work more enjoyable, it also impacts people's commitment to their jobs and colleagues, which positively impacts effort and performance, unquote says Casey Mulqueen, Ph.D., Director of Research for a Colorado-based workplace performance company. Fortunately, there are things you can do that don't cost a dime and lead to fulfillment and satisfaction for your employees. As a leader, you set the tone for your business. When people arrive, do you greet them with a smile? Do you take an interest in their personal life and the things that are important to them outside of the shop? Do you recognize birthdays or other special significant events? All these are an opportunity to show you care about them as a person, not just an employee. When people feel valued and appreciated, they develop an emotional bond that is more important than money. 
This is the key to keeping employees long-term. During my high school years, I worked in a popular woman's clothing store. It was a great job for a teenage girl. I'm still not sure what percentage of my paycheck went to clothes versus the savings my parents expected, but that's an aside. I turned down a management position to go to college, but when I returned for winter or summer breaks, they always wanted me to come in and work. And I did. I loved it there. It wasn't the standing on my feet all day or even the paycheck. It was being able to interact with my friends who worked there and to see past customers. It felt like home. This is how you want your employees to feel too. It won't work for every business, but today quality of work scheduling is popular. If you have a position where tasks need to be completed on a deadline, but they don't need to take place at a certain time of the day, flex hours are great. Allow employees to work when they want, as long as a project is completed on time. This also pertains to the option of working from home. Posting on social media, writing newsletters, and customer service calls can all be done off location. This adds to an employee's lifestyle. Positive work environments, flexible scheduling, and the ability to work from home are all no-cost attractive options for that perfect employee. Here's something even easier. Recognize and verbally reward a job well done. The simple act of saying thank you or pointing out how much you appreciate a job well done is worth millions. Chapter 25, Even When You Like Them. Mom loves me more. No, she doesn't. I'm her favorite. If you have brothers and sisters, I'm sure this debate came up over the morning bowl of frosted flakes or a long car ride to the zoo. It may even linger to this day. Like siblings, your employees will compare themselves to each other. Be aware of how you treat them so you don't create perceived inequity. Subtle undertones of discontent can affect productivity. Even worse, it can poison the vibe given off to customers. Have you ever walked into a store and overheard a conversation full of complaining and negativity between two coworkers? It's uncomfortable, awkward, and not a place you want to stay in for too long. Following some simple steps can help set the tone for a new employee right from the start. When everyone goes through the same process, you're showing base level equality. I say base level because when there are different positions within a company, the interactions will vary simply by nature of the roles. For example, take a salesperson versus a manager. Each will have access to different systems and knowledge about different aspects of the business. The discussions you have with each will vary too, but the overriding principles that drive the business and how you treat people can still be the same. It's a good idea to have a list of the top company values posted in the work or break room for all to see. This makes your commitment more formal and stands as a reminder for everyone. When a new employee comes on board, have them sign a non-disclosure agreement, also known as an NDA. Yes, even a part-time high school employee. These agreements signify that you expect confidential information to remain private. Of course, many employees will never be exposed to this type of information, but having them sign an NDA establishes trust. It also makes a statement that they are now an important member of the organization. Depending on your business, you may also want an employee to sign a non-compete. 
This is significant if you have a business where an employee could go off later and start a competitive company. If they gain knowledge from working with you that could advance their business farther than what they could have done starting on their own, then it would be wise to look into this protection. Employees are the greatest asset you have. Without them, you can't make progress. I cannot overstate how important it is that they work harmoniously and feel rewarded and fulfilled with their jobs. Matt Holmes knows this well. In fact, investing in his employees is one of the major focuses of his business. Home and Company is a gift and decor store in Holland, Michigan. Matt believes selling is a skill that can be taught. They have a formal process and work one-on-one with each employee to develop these skills. The result is a loyal staff who know they are valued, feel confident in their roles, and stay at Home and Company for years. Sounds pretty perfect, doesn't it? Chapter 26, Free and Mighty. There's a gem of an opportunity to get help in your business that is often overlooked. Interns. Particularly when you're starting out, but even when you're up and running strong, keep this option in your back pocket. The beauty of an internship is that both sides benefit and are motivated to make it work. I'm talking here about free internships, but you can create a paid internship as well. The advantage for you is having a temporary employee who is up to speed with the latest information and newest techniques. Interns are at a point in their education or career where there is incentive to prove that they can put their skills to work. Junior and senior high school students will highlight their internship on college applications, Practical, real-world experience can be the tipping point for getting an offer to their top school or not. On your side, you get projects completed that you may not have the time or an employee with the skills to accomplish. Interns are perfect for such tasks as social media posting and management, logo creation, photography, website development, and more. Project-specific programs work best. The intern should be able to show completion of a task during the time they are with you. They need to be able to walk away with a solid result and learned skills that they can use going forward. Finding interns is easy and can be done year-round. Contact your local high school and even a community college for applicants. Before you do, however, have a clear description of what the project is. It should include a time frame, skills required, time and place for work to be done, and any other necessary details. When you hire an intern, there should be some type of reporting involved. If it's a formal internship, the school will provide a report to complete. These are used to officially document that said person did work for you in an intern role. It will include how satisfied you were with the results and any other comments on their performance. If a form isn't provided, You can provide all the same information in a letter upon their completion of the job. Remember, they are using the internship to advance themselves. You are providing a learning experience in exchange for their investment of time and expertise. On a final note, there are a couple of other benefits you can realize from an intern. If your customer base is young, you may see your sales increase. An intern will tell his or her friends about their job and potentially promote your business to them. Also, if your intern's experience with you is exceptional, 
you may be looking at a new employee in the future. Interns, an opportunity just waiting for you to tap into. Fulfilling interpersonal relationships are the key to stable and long-lasting employee experiences. I'm sure you can look back over your years of employment and find both good and bad examples. Remember how you felt in these instances. It can help guide you as you make your workplace as rewarding an environment as possible. Positive interactions need to happen with another group of people as well. Your customers. You may be shocked to hear the position I take here. I'll be wondering if you agree. Customers. Let's be friends. Do you have a hairstylist that you can't wait to see every time you get your hair done? Or do you cringe when you go to get your morning coffee and see that it's the sour-faced barista making your drink? How you interact with customers can make or break repeat business and your reputation. But at the same time, you should not be a slave to your customers either. In the best scenario, it's give and take, as any relationship should be. Let's dive into how to turn someone into a loyal supporter of your business. We'll also talk about when it's time for some customers to hit the road. Yes, I said it. Chapter 27, I Feel Special. Have you ever entered a room and immediately felt at home? The colors, the style, the very vibe of the space invokes happiness and you feel peaceful and nurtured. For me, this special place is miles away on the Jersey Shore. I have a dear friend who lives there. I get such a kick out of all the Monopoly-themed street names. Marvin Gardens was always my favorite property. Actually, I think Monopoly properties are named after that area, not the other way around. Anyway, Jennifer has a beautiful home right on the water with two outside decks. I can't explain why, but the top deck is where I find my peace. In fact, a good portion of this book was written there. I opened the sliding door and set up on the white wooden bar height round table. The blue striped cushion chair is perfect because when I put my feet on the lower slat, my back is in a comfortable position and I can work for hours. This is all before I even look out into the bay. To the right is the Margate Bridge that rises intermittently to let in a big ship. The seagulls land periodically to check in on me, and the tide goes in and out with all its mysterious glory. I have no idea why I'm so productive there, but I can crank out work like crazy. It is definitely one of my top happy places. What if your customers felt like this when they visited your store or your website? What if they felt connected and pampered because what you offer is what they love? The colors, the atmosphere, the message align with them so deeply they can't resist another visit. Or they get lost in your website, traveling from page to page, discovering one beautiful image after another. You didn't know that you could do this with websites? Check out Nicole's site at Cedar and Rush. This is definitely guilty pleasure time for me. I want to be in those pictures. I want to own many of those products. This works because Nicole knows her customer so well. She's niched her business down specifically to that audience. Those who resonate with her brand are passionate about it. You can do this too. Whether you have a brick and mortar shop or an online business, think about why people are attracted to you. 
Then ensure your business spaces cater to your audience and make them feel at home and special. Time in your space plus emotional connection equals sales. That's a wrap for this session of Maker to Master, and I look forward to sharing the rest of the book with you in upcoming episodes. I want to make sure you're familiar with my free Facebook group called Gift Biz Breeze. It's a place where we all gather and are a community to support each other. I've got a really fun post in there that's my favorite of the week, I have to say, where I invite all of you to share what you're doing, to show pictures of your product, to show what you're working on for the week, to get reaction from other people, and just for fun, because we all get to see the wonderful products that everybody in the community is making. My favorite post every single week, without doubt. Wait, what? Aren't you part of the group already? If not, make sure to jump over to Facebook and search for the group Gift Biz Breeze. Don't delay. Come join us in Gift Biz Breeze. Today, 